So welcome to Rewind Podcast. This is a podcast that we are very passionate about. Uh, We are movie lovers, TV show lovers, really IMDB lovers. So we will go into different movies or TV shows, kind of some hyped up uh, visual perspectives that are definitely put out there for the world to see and kind of just talk about our observations and what our thoughts were. So we chose Bird Box, which was really hyped up. And uh, Sandra Bullock is an amazing actress, so I was really thrilled to see her in a Netflix original. Um, But we have a couple of things that we'll go over today about our observations with Bird Box and whether the hype is true or whether the hype is false. I think we kind of have a split house, so we'll get right into it. Yeah, so Bird Box, um, just from the hype standpoint, you know, this movie was probably the first biggest movie that Netflix has released, so it's only on Netflix that you can find it, and uh, it had over 45 million views, I think, within its first week or two that it was out and so if you kind of based it off the ten dollars a month that netflix charges that's a 450 dollar 450 million dollar screening um if you were to try and rate it on big box movies so that's obviously hard to tell um how it did at the box office quote unquote since it's just netflix but the description that you can find is on imdb as far as um what exactly the movie's about so i'll just read it out to you guys so um and then i guess i guess in fairness i would keep forgetting um spoiler alert if you haven't seen this you might want to take a moment to uh, not hear the rest of this um go watch the movie and then come back maybe and check out the podcast and see what you thought but this is a movie where five years after an anonymous unseen presence drives most of society to suicide a mother and her two children make a desperate bid to reach safety. So, did that sell you on that point, Kat? Uh, no, I I just love Sandra Bullock, and I wanted to see her in a newer movie. I think it was cool to see her acting this way, because I think I'm used to Miss Congeniality style Sandra Bullock and um, The Heat. Sandra Bullock, but this one was a completely different style, and I enjoyed her her acting in this one. So I think if if you are a Sandra Bullock fan, like many many people are, I I actually recall her more on on the movie Speed. That was an awesome movie, um, but I don't know. I didn't I didn't really like the movie. I guess I'll just I'll just get out of the way. Um, you know, I watched halfway into it and, you know, there's some stuff that I had to get done and take care of. And then I watched the second half on a different day, assuming that, you know, maybe it was, I don't know how I was feeling or something, but halfway into the movie, I I just couldn't, I couldn't understand how at the beginning it started out so well. And then it just felt like, it felt like the entire river scene, all that was shot once or not once, but like on the same day. And then they were like, we need to put more stuff in this movie. And I just felt like everything else was just kind of smashed in between um, to where I think part of me was like the writing. The writing kind of bothered me 
I guess if we were to look at the, the story, I get the overall story and I don't know how much it delivered on the message on it, but just the, the writing, I felt like it was pretty lazy um, writing. One example of it is when they were they were heading over to the corner store, grocery store, and you know they were using turn-by-turn navigation, and I thought to myself, like, man, I really hope that I really hope that the voice navigation doesn't say something like, you have arrived at your destination. Because I, I just didn't feel like the humor was, was going to be there for me at that moment. And sure enough, it did that. And I just got, I just got a little frustrated. Some of it became a little bit more predictable. Um, that's, that's so far my, my part. A lot of, a lot of writing critic. <laughs> Uh, so, Bird Box is is actually based off of a novel. So, Netflix, I think they, to go back a little bit, I think Netflix, I remember seeing them advertise it, that it was going to be in theaters, but that could just be, like, my own speculation on whether I, I accurately saw that advertisement or not, but... I think it was on commercials. I, I think it was on commercials, but it, it could have... I don't remember. Anyways, I think it would have done fairly, fairly well in the movie theaters, just like it did regular on Netflix. So kudos to Netflix for launching this and having so many viewers watch it. And I think um, the rating on IMDb is uh, is a fairly accurate rating, like a 6.7 out of a 10. I think a lot of people have different perspectives of what Bird Box actually is. My mom, for example, she's not a, a suspenseful movie watcher. She does not like those kinds of movies at all. And for her to want to see Sandra Bullock in this acting, she was so intrigued by this movie and so moved by it that it was it was a different side to see her um, watch this movie by. So. I think the storyline and the acting with Sandra Bullock and all of the all of the other uh, actors and actresses. I know I don't remember her name, but uh, she's a fairly well known actress as well. She does a lot of uh, American horror stories, but she is probably one of my favorite actresses alongside Sandra Bullock. Um, they always do a really good job, and. I don't know. I, I think I really enjoyed this movie. I think the storyline was really there. I'm definitely intrigued to read the book and see the perspective of, of what I can portray in my own head. I know it'll be a little bit construed because I've already seen the movie, but I think the storyline and the acting was was pretty solid. Yeah, I think he, obviously we both, by the way, are not in the movie business we didn't we're not in acting we don't we didn't necessarily go to school for any of this this is just straight our opinion but i do think the actors did a really good job like for those that were in there uh obviously sandra bullock was one of the main characters and then you had john malkovich i think you were talking about sarah paulson um there were a couple other actors where i didn't really know who they were and then you had machine gun kelly and i already don't like him um just the the beefy hat going on with Eminem, quote unquote, and it's just it's just a character. All, oh all my together. gosh! I knew I recognized him yeah. somewhere. 
Um, I completely forgot that was Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> so mind blown. Uh, BD Wong, uh, he's actually the guy who who was looking at the cameras and he he ended up killing himself. But I really enjoyed him as an actor uh, on Gotham. Um, he plays a, a character in the in the show, the TV show Gotham, and he does a, a really great job there. Um, so the acting, I would say. I, I think you have to, so I guess let me walk you through what, we, what we're trying to do. So Kat had mentioned what the IMDB uh, rating was. And if you go on the website as of right now, their site says 6.7 out of 10. And we thought about a couple categories where if we were to give um, a category the full points, a total of two points per category, we have five. We have uh, soundtrack, visuals, story, acting, and then I have, and we have, director slash production design. So from an acting perspective, I think you have to give it to them. I think, you know, they did a good job with trying to sell what was happening. Um, I don't know that it was happening at all times. I'd like to think I'd give them a one and a half, and I think a lot of that, the weight was on Sandra Bullock and, you know, the, the two kids that were there. I don't know how you feel. Did, so our, our rewind score is going to be a 10. Out of 10. And out of 10. Well, and we have five categories. So each category will be rated two points as... Max two points. Yeah. Um, so, so we're just do on acting. I think acting would be a two for me. Two. All right. Max points. Soundtrack. You know, I think every movie has to have a great soundtrack. And... Um, the way I look at it or interpret soundtrack is, did it make the movie? Did it break the movie? Could I live without it? Do I want to listen to just the soundtrack? Like, there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot of awesome composers that are out there. Um, Trent Reznor was one of the guys, I think, who, who was behind the soundtrack. And he did stuff like Man on Fire and The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. And, and they're all great movies. I just, I didn't walk away feeling like, there was a song that was just stuck in my head or anything um didn't mean it was bad didn't mean it was great and i think for that i think soundtracks to me like make a movie memorable and for now i'm gonna go with it was it was what it needed to be i think to be a movie it, it was the expectation I, I would give it um i'd give it a one of two I would probably agree. I think uh, we've all gotten a little bit spoiled with soundtrack ever since Garden of the Galaxy came out. And there was a time where we constantly were listening to Guardian of the Galaxy. Or even recently, the Spider-Man uh, animation soundtrack is really hyped up. And it's a great soundtrack. Um, well, I think you also think of, like, yeah, I guess I didn't realize it. But yeah, there's soundtracks with artists and then there's scores. And the scores are the soundtracks. They're, they're Han, Han Zimmer's, for example, who does all the movies out there with Christopher Nolan, like Inception and all that, where they're not going to be songs that you're going to hear on the radio. So, yes, I guess there is two sides to the part under soundtrack. Well, I just also think of, like, in general, like, what you just said, am I going to walk away with a sound in my head? It doesn't matter if there's like lyrics or if there's no lyrics. If there's no melody that comes into your head as you walk out of the movie theater or as you finish watching that movie, then is that soundtrack really worth it? Are they 
are they meaning to create those kind of sounds? Is it going to take away from the true storyline? Like, there's different perspectives that you can look at, but I know music is very big for both of us, which is probably another reason why we wanted to include soundtrack as being something we are rating. Um, but I, I agree. Like, I don't, I don't remember even a lot of sounds other than the birds. Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll we'll go with one on that one. Um... Visuals? Um, I do have to say visuals were really cool. Um, I did like how they were very secretive about the, I guess, creatures or unseen presences that were there. Uh, I really enjoyed how when it, when it did move, there was either like a shadow or the leaves were moving. I thought that was really cool to see, um, especially since... There wasn't a lot to see, but it kind of let my mind wander into what is it, what is it actually trying to tell me? What am I trying to see? Is it something that I am coming up with? Is the darkness something that is inside all of us that we all see? Or is it something that not everybody sees? Yeah, and I think, um, I think revision was for me, it's cinematography, it's the, it's the, the composition of a lot of different shots and I I think everything that was shot over the river was just beautiful um, the color grading it was very consistent with from one scene to another scene um, things were very well lit like you could tell they used to drone over the river and like they really did a good job of trying to use different elements of photography in there um, so I really enjoyed it I really felt like you know, whatever camera they must have used, it was, was really well shot. Um, so just shout out to that entire team behind it. I, I got to give them the full two points for visuals. What'd you think of the story? Uh, I know, I was just trying to think about that now. I think the story, it's definitely interesting. Like, I can see someone going back and trying to attempt another shot at this novel and kind of applying their own interpretation to it. I have not read the, uh, the novel. I couldn't even tell you if it's spot on to it. Um, but I, did I feel like, I don't know, the end of the world here and, and all of a sudden I can't look at this guy? I, I don't know. I, I think that to me, I struggled more with the other category to me, which is the directing side. I just, it was hard for me to connect the dots with where the story was going and some of the shot selection um, to try and create emotion. So I think o overall for the story, man, if you were to ask me two months from now what this movie was about, am I going to remember something about looking at this guy and then killing yourself? Yes. But that's not, I don't think that's the story. It wasn't even about looking at the sky. Well, it was looking at the creatures. Exactly my point. Like, you couldn't even see the creatures though. Uh, like you didn't know what was there. I give it a one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we obviously know how you feel about this movie, uh, but like I was saying earlier, I, I really enjoyed the story. Um, I think it was cool to see this different perspective, uh, especially since there's a lot, of, a lot of stories going out there with uh, The Walking Dead and different apocalypses that are out there. 
but I, I do feel like everybody has their own uh, interpretation and it was cool to see this interpretation where you had to have a blindfold on. Who would have thought to not just cover your eyes but actually wear a blindfold and be in a boat in a river to try to save you and your two children? How are you in a boat with a blindfold without dying? That's my question. I would, I would not make it. I would die. I, I, I the apocalypse you. is yeah. coming. Yeah, I know. It's, it's save your canned food. It's make sure you have a, you have a backpack. It's. My mom, my mom told me the other day. She was like, I, after, she couldn't watch this movie a second time because. The moment she stopped watching it, it was obviously super late at night, so she had to go to sleep because she had to work the next morning. And she woke up exhausted because she was like, I could not sleep after watching this movie. (laughs) I was like, Mom, why could you not sleep? And she kept thinking about how my brothers and I need to all of a sudden carry packs of water with us and a backpack in case something were to happen. And she's like, I just wanted to go to Best Buy and buy five kinds of different walkie-talkies so that way we could just have them in case in case something <coughs> happens so uh it some some people definitely take it a little bit a little bit serious and sometimes it it brings out are we prepared or are we not prepared just depending on what's going to happen out there yeah i think i think if you were to sum up i think i kind of put together my scores um I don't know that I put yours, but could you pretty much wing it? Uh, so I, I think IMDb called it at six seven. Uh, we want to give I, I want to give my score out to a six and a half rewind score, um, and I think because you could you could go back, you can watch the movie, and it's a movie you can definitely play, and you know whatever. Hey, cool, remember, and then and then that's it. Um, I think mine was pretty accurate too, like six out of ten. Were you expecting yours to match IMBD? I, I don't know actually. I think this is really the first time we're we're kind of comparing some of these scores with them. I feel um, like yours you were expecting yours to be lower. I was expecting mine to be lower. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You're like, wow, six? Should I lower my scores? This yeah. is a terrible movie. No the the directing, I'll be honest, I think I I, I scored it a one. I, I wanted to do a little bit less than that, but Oh, I didn't even score that one. Mine was just visual story and acting. Two, two, two. Okay. Well, that works too. So. Well, there you guys have it. Um, that was that was us talking about uh, Bird Box. So wherever you're at right now, uh, driving home on a bus, on a train, and you just or finished just watching this movie. Or- or about yeah. to go to sleep, or like I do, I listen to podcasts while I'm in the shower. Um, you know, thanks for checking us out. Um, that was that was a quick recap of what we felt our review on Bird Box was. Um, so we're excited for anybody who who checks it out. Um, obviously, let us know. We're gonna do our best to maybe share some of this content outside of podcasts as well. Maybe throw the audio up on uh, YouTube or share out in Twitter. Um, we're pretty pretty big on social media so i mean if you guys are on there definitely any likes or, or retweets or whatever we're always excited to see those they mean a lot and uh just know that we do this we do this for fun uh this is definitely something that we 
we really enjoy doing. We already talk about it when we're not on, in front of a mic. Um, and so we thought we'd, we'd just share our thoughts um, and kind of go from there. Yeah? Uh, I think if, if our uh, ratings or uh, critics are very similar to maybe what you all have in mind as well, like we're always taking recommendations on TV shows and movies to watch. Sometimes we uh, get a little knee deep in TV shows. Right now we're watching Game of Thrones for the first time. So we thought about doing a podcast after every episode, but we're just wanting to get through the whole entire season before the last season comes out. But if you guys have any recommendations on movies, TV shows for us to watch and want us to critic it as well, let us know and uh, definitely write in the comments and or uh, just message us on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, and we're working on uh, we're working on some intros. We're trying to see what the music sound is going to be like, uh, so we can kind of jazz things up a little bit, make things look nice. So stay tuned. Uh, until next time, thanks for thanks for stopping by, guys. We appreciate it. See you on the next.